0: Good morning, good morning, Dr. Gary on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. The name of our company is nationwidedentalpracticebrokers.com. You could look us up. Today's topic is analysis of the most successful buyers of dental practices. Let's review. Anyway, so now we've been doing this for uh, dental practice brokerage for, tw- for 13 years. Uh, I was a dentist for 25 years and you can reach us at 2016630935. Our website is dentalpracticeguide.com or nationwide dentalpracticebrokers.com. We operate seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m every day except Christmas and Easter that's it East Coast time call us we're here to help you to assist you to move forward we get involved in every facet every moving part of a sale of a dental practices and uh, we're doing this quite a long time now now the uh, success rate so you know of a dentist buying, a dental practice is close to ninety-nine point seven five percent. You will do fantastic. I can assure you that. Also, if you are thinking about selling to a DSO and your practice is large enough, you know, over the million dollar mark, maybe five operatories or more, we can assist you because often they will pay our commission, so no commission to the seller. And if you work with us based on certain criteria, I can get your legal fees reimbursed upon successful closing. So call us, we can get into that whole thing. We know these DSOs, we're doing deals with them. That is, we see the the offers coming through, we see the negotiations go through, we see the contracts, we're working with the attorneys, and we're in the middle of everything, and we're watching all moving parts. And we can help the buyer, buyer and seller, feel the pulse of each other. How's the seller feel? How's the buyer feeling? What are their thoughts? We're in the middle of that. And we're the ones that can talk to the buyer, the seller uh, simultaneously. And whereas a buyer cannot speak to the seller's attorney or the seller's accountant and vice versa. We can speak to everybody. And of course, always maintaining confidentiality. So let's get into today's uh, topic. What is the, uh, the characteristics analysis of buyers of dental practices that do exceedingly well over the years i'm doing this now 13 years and what do i see you know over it first of all clinically almost many many of the doctors have already had four years experience so you know clinically um, they're pretty strong certainly they can go back to continuing education and so forth but most of the doctors coming in um, have quite a few strengths. And, and I feel it's an adequate level of uh, clinical dentistry that, you know, can, can approach uh, excellence. And uh, that seems to be common throughout. But what are they doing different? The most successful buyers? Well, the ones that I see that are most successful, putting more hours into the office, because most of the offices have reduced hours somewhat. Um, so they put more hours in. Secondly, They don't blow money and spend money immediately on equipment and new supplies and so forth. They try to work within uh, certain parameters. And those parameters are uh, uh, not changing, radically changing the equipment of the office. you Try to maintain what you have. I realize the offices are older, some of them, and you want to change it. But, you know, computer systems, digital x-ray, agreed. You know, you're used to working that way. I agree. It is, uh, you know, a tool that makes you improve your efficiency, your diagnostic ability, uh, your ability to communicate with the patient, so forth. So, yeah, I could see changing the computer systems, and there's some inexpensive ones, and changing the um, uh, digital x-rays. Although you can continue with the x-rays, it's still an image, you know, but okay, I could see that expense initially, Although you don't have to do it immediately, but I could see it. You were trained with digital x-rays, you're accustomed to it, you're accustomed to the computers, you want to put the data in, I got it. But beyond that, as far as the complete renovations, changing all the chairs, changing everything in the office. Uh, complete renovations, I don't agree with that in the beginning. The anatomy, the analysis, and the characteristics of the most successful dentist buyers, that is, was that they didn't change those things radically. They didn't make a significant change immediately. They simply went slow and easy and uh, made the changes that they were comfortable with. And they put their money into advertising, marketing. and and possibly some extra staff very few of any let any staff go especially nowadays staff is like impossible to find and you want continuity of care to the patient that patient wants to see the previous staff member that's your connection to the past okay and The buyers of the the offices that created a successful situation, successful outcome, didn't make radical changes. One of our other tapes, as you remember, the buyer went in there and changed the answering machine to the buyer's name, deleted the seller's name. Not a good idea, at least in the first few months, or at least the first few weeks. You know, you're going to create havoc and lose patients. You don't want to lose the confidence of the patients. All of these successful doctors, What they did is maintain confidence of the patients, confidence of the staff, and this is important. You've got to build that staff morale. So you don't change the staff salary, benefits, or any of that initially. You can boost it, but you don't diminish it. That's like, forget it. You've got to build their confidence. The staff has great confidence. The patients will have great confidence. That's a very tricky time, that first few months in the transition. You don't want to rock the boat. And the analysis of these uh, successful doctors, you don't take a practice that is 85, 90% PPO, 10%, 15% fee-for-service, and overnight try to make it a fee-for-service practice. You can do that as time goes on through marketing properly, advertising. I agree with you. Yes, you can do that. Ultimately, it'd be great if you could have all your patients as fee-for-service. I believe it. And you can do that. You can't do it radically. So no radical changes is another point. Don't make radical changes. Go in easy, seamless transition, maintain your staff, keep everybody happy, increase your hours, don't decrease your hours, make yourself user-friendly so that when the patients, it makes it easier for the patients. Sometimes you may want to accept a few extra insurances, perhaps get the ball rolling a little bit. Um, You could always cut back on those insurances as time goes on, but you can increase it initially to some extent, Uh, but just get on that. It is very important. Again, this is the characteristic of successful buyers that converted a dental office and became much more. How successful? These are live uh, quotes that happened, uh, live historical uh, analysis, and I know it worked because I was there. Uh, they did a, um, the first one, my first exposure years ago, uh, the accountant told her, don't buy this. Her accountant tells her, don't buy it because the margins were 3% higher. Oh, that was a great one. Don't buy it. I, I remember standing in this little restaurant. It was a hot dog. I don't know, some hot dog restaurant. I said, listen to me, 3%? I think you should extend your, talk to the bankers, talk to some other people, get other opinions, but I don't believe you should be making your decision because the practice is 3% margins higher than you expect. Uh, they're overhead. Uh, and she listened. He, she, whatever. Within 60 days, 60 days, the doctor did 20% increased in productivity collections. 20 days, excuse me, 20% in 60 days. She did it. Another one, 400,425 practice, doubled the practice in six months. One of them, I and mean, it tripled the practice in a year. Most of these practices were, you know, 300, 400, 500,000 around that range. But they did it. I know they did it because I saw the statistics. And they were so excited when they called me. I get excitement out of it too. But they did fantastic. But all three of these were um, conscientious, younger practitioners. All had about four years' experience or more. But they were focused. They were focused on not changing radically the office. But slowly. Focused on putting money into marketing, advertising, website. Slowly. Okay? That's what some of their characteristics. Plus everything else I mentioned before. But these were just, you know, they were just great. And I was so happy for them. Because they did fantastic. And you could do fantastic. But listen, go back and listen to this audio. And uh, try to uh, analyze, understand, mimic, follow the tracks of... These doctors that did exceedingly well, and why they did exceedingly well, but repeating: do not go in there and do radical changes. Do not go in there and do massive uh, renovations of the office. Spend all kinds of money now more than ever. More than ever, the cost of renovating is crazy. The cost of new of new equipment supplies all of these things crazy what the expenses i wouldn't even go near that stuff i mean you can't believe it would you have to pay and the equipment isn't necessarily it may look a lot more flashy but it's not necessarily that much better and it may not last that much longer i know you laugh at those um x-rays on the wall that are like 40 years old and look like a monster with all arms and doesn't have the sleek look, yeah, I hear you. But if it's working for 40 years, you can use it for another year. I know you want to put something in there that's sleek. I hear you. It's more more maneuverable, it's not as heavy. But that extra on the wall that lasted 41 years is gonna make one more year. Just hang in there for that year and put your money towards marketing, advertising, staffing, um, technology, and so forth, all right? Well, we are going to North Carolina very soon. I think that's next week, so stay tuned. We want to tell you about that trip, what we learned down there. We have some interesting things. We have to uh, this. We have to, uh, communicate with some sellers that have uh, extraordinary vision of what their practice should sell for, above, well above and beyond the market. And we've got to talk to them, and we have ways of communicating. In fact, I'm going down with the accountant so we can communicate properly. But, um, uh, that should be interesting and then another doctor uh, who was very confused because she got so many he or she got so many calls from DSOs uh, can't just couldn't make up their mind. we're going down and we'll try to communicate with her and uh, bringing it reality since we work with all the DSOs around the country. We know which ones we think are the better ones or the better fit for her. We get the same commission. They pay our commission, but we are independent. We can pick and choose uh, who we want. So listen next time. We should be talking about that. All right. In a few weeks, we should have our new list of practices because we just got back from Texas. We're coming back from North Carolina. So we'll add all those plus all the others that have called us. So I'm sure there's at least 10, 12, 15 new practices being added. To get that list, just sign up with us, sign in on Disclosure. Bingo, we'll get you the list. You're all set, ready to go. All right? Great talking to you. I'm going shopping and having a great time. The weather, it's cold, it's gray, it's going to rain in New Jersey, and I am leaving for North Carolina tomorrow. I'm excited. Warm weather, here I go. I packed some shorts, too. (laughs) Bye now.